are uh, back. We are back, back, back. I am Devin. He is Pat. Pat, what's up? Oh man, you know, same, same stuff as every day. Just wiping um, down, wiping down packages with uh, Lysol wipes, right? A hundred percent. Every time, every, we got a we got a pretty thorough disinfecting process. Uh, but really, my life just revolves like Wednesday to Wednesday. It's really all I got right now. <laughs> Do you want to unpack that for me a little bit? Well, it's just what a survivor is. Yeah. So like I, I build up to each Wednesday, and then I have the come down. So, yeah. um, we're halfway there. We're halfway there. But the weekend's halfway, halfway there. there, so it kind of works out. I know the weekends have been weird for me. I like almost like the, the lack of structure kind of hurts me a little bit. Although Sundays with recording and all of that are starting to have a little bit more structure. So Sundays are a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. Weirdly, Saturdays I'm having a hard time with. Yeah. Where even are we? Well, I have no idea, but we do have a great episode <laughs> for you this week. Um, we are mostly going to talk about Tribal Council. But first, <laughs> uh, we had a family episode and it was... A good one. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the show like lends itself towards like eye rolliness, like winners at war, like yeah. what we talked about last week. Uh, and in some of the recaps I read, like people are happy, people are upset that like the family thing took up so much of the time uh, of the episode. But I, I like have watched so many of these people so many times, like actually see them in front of their families was enjoyable uh, I, I didn't hate it I, I guess you know I, I watched Survivor for the gameplay but um, it was cool to see the other side of, of everyone I, I guess I probably could have used a little bit less of it um, but I, I, I guess I, I do have some some quick thoughts on, on some of the reactions of, of everyone uh, and the fact that there was I think three or four uh, former players uh, amongst the spouses as well really like shows you how all these people are like sort of the first families of right. Survivor. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. And, like, Kim being one of the best players we've we've seen, just, like, out and out saying that it was one of the best moments of her life, I thought was, was really cool. Um, and I thought there was a few really cool ones. Uh, with Ben, like, circling back to what happened to him last time and, and how his wife has, you know, how he said his wife has saved um, his life, uh, you know, after coming back from... Um, from from uh, deployment and then Tony mm-hmm. uh, I so I want to like get into Tony basically because Tony I, I wrote this down immediately and I sort of like started to build on it every person that went after Tony because I, I looked at Tony and his reaction there this guy with like all this bravado and everything and I was like how is Tony not the person that everybody wants to win right now like with this reaction and how you see that he's just probably just like an absolute teddy bear at home he's probably like such a fun dad and then every single person after that, I was like, oh my god, now I want Tyson to win. And then it it, it, it built up to Jeremy, whom maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot by saying, now I want Jeremy to win even more. Uh, because he was just the last person to go. But also all the Patriots gear, shouting out Foxborough. And he was a sieve. Man, I love watching the, the, the big burly guys, like the big threats in the games, just like melt down. That, that was fun for me. What, what did you think? Yeah, it, it, I mean, all of, um, you know, Ben, Tyson, Jeremy, Tony, they all had very, um, very emotionally raw reactions. Uh, they put Jeremy last on purpose because they knew he would just stew. And as soon as they announced the family visits, he just started looking down, looking around, like he just can't handle it. I don't know if you caught a glimpse of it, but every time it wasn't Jeremy, he was rolling his eyes. Like yeah. he just couldn't couldn't handle it. Um I really liked, I mean, what, what was so unique about this one, um, obviously the whole family was there, but just the amount of the children, I think just really just hit a different chord yeah. for me because usually it's a spouse or if it's a child, it's one child. Um, and, you know, they have a, it, it's obviously a pretty special moment when that happens, but all of the kids, just like one after another, uh, Sarah's really got me for whatever reason. Um, I think it's maybe just because she is, seems to just be like so about her business right. at all times just unflappable emotionally um or at least kind of th- that softer side of her i don't think i've ever seen before mm-hmm. uh, that one was really really nice and then and then obviously all the things that happened on uh on the edge i thought it was you know ben mentioned it it was just kind of like a you know survivor thanking these players for for their commitment to the game not making them fight for it um 
I do wish it was a little bit shorter, but let's remember that um, Jeff Probst and the producers of Survivor asked for 90-minute episodes this season, and CBS said no. So right. uh, they were having to put it into a tight spot. They made their decisions, you know, is what it is. Um, I think they did that more for the players than they did it for the audience, to be honest. So I think they, they absolutely did. I know for a fact that it was a big bargaining chip for Tyson to get on the show to be able to have his daughter come out it was something they said he wanted and he wasn't going to come on if if that didn't happen so uh apparently they they were all notified ahead of time that basically the full family was gonna be able to be there i think the big surprise was how early it happened which was which is cool that it was like um that there was that element of surprise for everyone because then you like the emotion was always going to be there but it was just sort of ramped up to another level um which 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 i i was it was fun it was it was fun to watch the the lack of a challenge was, I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. It was, it was really just a, a big thank you to everyone. So, um, like, like not having a challenge makes sense because they got to, to have more time with everyone. It's just, uh, I like challenges. So, um, you know, whatever it, it is, what it is. It was, it was fun to see everyone play with, with each other after the fact. Um, one question I had, um, did Sophie and her fiance sneak off to uh, get some good good? <laughs> I'm definitely making a play for it if I'm him. And he was all over her. Said he should, said she looked like a supermodel. Yeah, Which, I mean, uh, he hasn't okay, seen okay. her in, what, 30 days? I yeah. think we're, we're close to that. Um, yeah, they're, they're married now, six months. So de- things are definitely going smooth. Um, not sure I'm ready to say that they snuck off. But, I mean, Denise is also Denise is a uh, sex therapist. So maybe, I mean, maybe not with the daughter there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're probably most likely to do it. So That's what I was so thinking. Maybe. I was, I was yeah. like, I wonder if anyone ever has. And then I was like, oh, everyone's got their kids this season. It's probably not. Ha- Wait, not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick, too. Nick would be in the mix. He was, yeah, yeah, fiance he, as well. He was either recently married or engaged as well. I think they said fiance for him. And, and um, let's let's have a little moment of skill acknowledging skill while we're here, Patrick. Good for Nicholas. That's a very cute, it's a very cute lady he has. Uh, and, and Tyson's wife, what's up? Yeah, Rachel. Uh, Rachel was a, one of the um, the four family members that came back that were previous survivors themselves. So uh, it was it was uh, it was her. It was um, Tyson's. Oh, sorry, you just Ty- said that. Um, yeah, you go ahead. You know them. Okay, uh, Rachel, who's Tyson's wife. Um, I believe they played together on Tokens. I can't quite remember. Um, Val Collins, Jeremy's wife, mm-hmm. they played together on the second Blood vs. Water. Um, also with Nadia, who is Natalie's sister on The, the Edge, um, right. twins, and John, who Parv's is husband. Parv's husband. Yeah. So, yeah, four, which was the most um, most returning cast members to be on the uh, loved one visit. Yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It was. It was. It was cool to see. It was. Uh, uh, it was. It was fun. My last thought is Natalie's niece or nephew. Um, genders are tough to, to figure out at that age. Of course. Why is that baby flying? Well, Fiji Airways, Devin. Um, they've got a really luxury infant cabin. Uh, very spacious. Fit the whole family up there. No, I don't know. That that baby looked tiny. Did you? Um, if you took royalties on a on 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 product placement, then I'm gonna be pissed that I didn't get in on that. Uh, but thank you, Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 they, they made Airways. sure to get that into the episode. So let's make sure to get it in this episode. I feel like we haven't had like a shameless plug in like five or six seasons. They used to just be like listing out like the, <laughs> the full Applebee's menu. Uh, no, I think they, they did were... that last season, didn't they? Oh, they did. They did like the margaritas from out. From yeah, Applebee's. that's right. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, because they all drank them like adults, which was super uh, boring. Yeah, shout out Wes. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was it was it was fun. It was a departure. It was it was good for quarantine. I feel like it was nice to have like an uplifting story. If you want to talk about Survivor, like impacting people outside of the game, it was it was fun to watch like people hug. <laughs> I will, yeah. I will. I will say for as many of the as much time as they took on this, uh, how do, how do we not get more time with Robin Amber and their kids? It just right. felt like they were just, you know, like everybody on the edge had their little tiny moments. Um, 
I mean, I loved Ethan's Ethan talking about to his wife and about his wife. Uh, that was that was really special. Uh, but it, yeah, I, he got more play than 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 Robin Amber, and they're yeah married on the edge, and their four girls are there. You know, I, I know. I was expecting more there too. The the, the um, when they cut to the edge, Ethan and Rob was actually one of my favorite parts of the episode because Rob just looked terrified, and he was like, "It's it's either very good or very bad." Ethan just immediately was like, "Bad. We're here, and everything's bad." And the transition to seeing their family was was fantastic. I loved that. Yeah, oh yeah, it was. It, it you could just it, you'd see like the life that was brought into him, like Amber, who's just you know kind of moping about for you know pretty much the whole season. I think she right. was she was voted out in the first second, episode, right? Yeah. Uh, second in the whole show, first episode uh, it was a double sub, classic double sub. She double just sub. like was pushing people away, sprinting yeah, past yeah, everybody. Yeah. Just, get out of here! You know, I need to get there. I need to get there. Uh, and even you know even even the people we. Uh, we kind of we kind of rib a lot, you know. Adam, I think part of the reason that I at least loved loved Adam on his season was the relationship he shared with his family and that story. Uh, and it, it's always it's always nice to see people just kind of. And he just got voted out too, uh, so it, it was it was nice to see that. You know, I know that he's he's um, for those of you who weren't on Adam's season, his mother was diagnosed with cancer and then died i think the day after he returned from survivor didn't even get to see him you know eventually win but uh he told her he did so very very close bond there yeah all in all in all uh, a good episode for me in that respect yeah for sure um moving forward we we went straight into straight 25 minutes into the episode uh straight into the immunity challenge um which which is a fun one uh we don't really need to dissect it too much other than I didn't realize that Tony had never won an individual immunity before. Uh, and damn, the way that he has played in the past, good for him on being able to win without without doing so. Uh, and then, like, just a just a fun reaction. Um, and, and I was happy for the guy. I was, I was rooting for him. Um, and I did not think it was going to work out when Ben was closing on him. I was like, oh, uh, man, this is someone who's won challenges versus someone who apparently hasn't. And I feel like Ben just has a killer instinct. So I was pumped for Tony. It was a great reaction, and then I was hoping we'd see a little bit of, like, crazy uh, tinkering, do-it-yourself uh, Tony with with the vote, and maybe we saw a little bit of that with Sarah, but um, he, he was mostly, it seemed, just, like, happy to kind of have the bulletproof vest on. Um, and, any thoughts on, on the challenge, or, or should we just kind of jump right into trouble? I mean, I gotta, like, I don't know this for a fact, but I gotta imagine he's the only person on this cast that hasn't worn that necklace um and if you 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 if you haven't you should absolutely go watch the season that tony won um the way he played and how he never had that immunity it's just absolutely bonkers uh, he did find some hidden ones and he, right. he played with those a little bit but it's yeah no no, no real thoughts i did like the little um Little joke Ben made about having his U right side up. That was a nice little Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that was fun. Uh, basically, I think the genesis of the fire making challenge. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. <laughs> I like those ones. Those are those are those ones are it, it's always the, the debate. Do you just like do you think you can alter your pace or do you think you, you only can do what you can do and just let the rest fl- fly? You know what I mean? Like do you how do you approach that challenge? Like, if you're behind, do you change what you're doing or you just try and ride it out? Um, it depends a little bit how, how like, far behind you are. But I, I, I think, like, I'm – basically what I'm saying is I go into the challenge, like, how Tony did. I'm not trying to, like, race through to finish it, like, immediately. I'm just going to go through and I'm going to finish it, but I'll, I'll do it eventually. And if everyone drops out, that's that's great. Once you get to a point, though, like, what does Ben have to lose? Like, he, he, he has to race it because, like, Tony just seemed to be so locked in, like, looking at it in hindsight that I, I think, yeah, you have to try and, and make a move. And I think the reason that you see it work so infrequently is because, like, you have to hit a cadence with those type of challenges. And, and by speeding up, you just kind of mess with that. Um, yeah, And, and that's, 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 that's what, what caught up with Ben, yeah. It's rare somebody knocks it out on the first go. So mad props to Tony. 
Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. A challenge oh my gosh, of, of patience. <laughs> yeah, I love. That. I know. I could hear his reaction in my head. It was that was that was fun, man. I, I oh gosh, I'm a big big Tony fan. I, I've like the more I think about it, the more like him winning the season, like being in like the the pantheon is is feels like something that 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 is right uh, because when yeah. he when we first saw him, we were like, oh man, this is gonna be a fun three episodes with this guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was that was his game changers arc. Uh, right. So he's playing a little bit differently here. Uh, the, <laughs> um, yeah, he 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 is he is god awful at puzzles. Uh, that's why he never won. I'm just recalling that now. Um, there was one time he got to the puzzle first, didn't even get a single piece in by the time somebody <laughs> won it. He's he is horrible at puzzles. So this maybe this is an evolution. I wouldn't quite call this a puzzle. It's more just spelling and balance, but. It was it was funny because yeah. he was chirping at Jeremy for not doing anything on a puzzle on, on Twitter last week. So it's <laughs> the glass houses. Um, yeah, their Twitter with, feed's pretty hilarious. It's it's fantastic with uh, with Tony and, and Jeremy. Uh, that's sort of like where we started with uh, with the the scurrying around before tribal council um, and and and, um, and 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 Tony kind of eventually pointing votes towards uh towards jeremy what did you think of of them targeting jeremy early on i i mean I, it, it's i was i was hopeful and this this wasn't it didn't last but i was hopeful we played the game where the kind of the the lion strategy and get the hyenas out and let the lions play tony's uh philosophy stayed true uh but i, I want to give tony a little bit of credit for this that was the narrative that he was pushing the whole time he's safe the second he's got or sorry, sorry the, the the whole time he wasn't safe. Right. The second he's got that hidden or the the immunity necklace and he's safe, he wants to go after the threats. Uh, you think about the people that ended up being on the block today uh, at this vote: Jeremy, Tyson, Denise, Sarah. Uh, no real mention of Nick. No real mention of Michelle, who were like the kind of that other angle. So, you know, at ten players left in the game, getting rid of Jeremy it. I don't like it because I just love Jeremy, but yeah, from you know Sarah, Sophie, Tony's perspective, and uh, and Ben even as well, why not? You know, why not take your shot and, and get him out of the way? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't fault that line of thinking at all. To be honest with you, what do you, yeah. what did you make of it? I, I guess I like, I want the, I, I want exactly what you want. I want the lines to stay around. I just didn't see him as – I don't see him as the biggest lion that's out there. I think that there are other larger targets to go after. And I think Sarah was hitting the nail on the head. I, I feel like Sarah getting frustrated with Tony is something that, like, totally resonated with me because I feel like she was reading the game perfectly well. I think that if Kim gets to the end, Kim wins. So yeah, Kim I would have tried to go after very Kim. Very adept socially. And, I mean, when she was in the lead, was there any doubt in your mind that she was going to win? The the immunity challenge, Kim. Yeah, uh, it was the balance challenge is always kind of like I never really know. Um, but no, I mean she's she's a gamer, and and even if like you know we can talk about it more, but think about that how this vote ended. She didn't even seem to consider playing her. her I know her, what on a power herself. move. Yeah, where crazy. is her head? Like where is her like pulse on the game that? She's not worried. About, I mean, maybe that's arrogance that she didn't get punished for, but the fact that she's able to just kind of be wallpaper, um, it, it, I think it's a testament to her social game. And uh, Dead on. Sarah nailed it. I think that if Tony's not wearing that necklace, I think he probably falls in line. But he, he, you have a little bit more power. You can have a little bit more... Um, you, can, you, can, you can draw lines firmer in the sand because you don't have to worry about someone saying, you know, Tony's not willing to work with me. He's being really stubborn. I want to flip it on him because I can't work with him. They can't do that this time. Right. So they, you have the position of leverage in the kind of the voting negotiation. Um, and so it just becomes a matter of personal preference and like where you can kind of get numbers. And I think Sarah felt that. The rest of them felt that. Um, that that conversation, yeah. really quickly, that conversation made me so excited for the rest of the season because I felt like to- <laughs> Tony's an like take this walk with me. Tony's an addict and he finally got a taste of his little drug cause he won immunity. And I feel like I was so excited to see him like 
doing that thing he does when he talks to someone and he thinks that he's right. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And, 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 and trying to ingratiate himself with them, but also just being like, but this is what I want to do. And this is how, this is how we should go about it. And the fact that he like got a little bit of taste of that, even if it's not what they ultimately went forward with for however many reasons. But I am hopeful that we get a new Tony from here on out or maybe just next week uh, because he's like, well, like maybe, you know, I made a move last week or I tried to make a move last week. And, and, and for whatever reason, if he feels like he's behind and building his resume out, if he just like wants to feel in control again, I, I hope that he starts to try and take control of the game a little bit because it's so fun to watch him do it. I kind of feel like this episode was the, uh, was the episode that broke the dam. Like mm. everyone was playing their cards close to their chest their advantages close to their chest. Nobody wanted to say a name. Nobody wanted to make a move. And I, I there's there's nine players left in this game now. I got a feeling. And who's who's not a possible vote? I, I don't know that there's a name out there that can't be put up. There. I think maybe as far as people who are safe, I think Ben is probably the safest. But outside of that, you know, there's the easy votes. There's the targets. Splitting up mm-hmm. Sarah Sophie, Kim, Jeremy, Denise. It's all it's all in play and. I think last this week was the week that busted it open, and now you yeah. gotta go. You gotta go for it. Yeah, we were off by a week in saying that because ba- like basically what we were saying last week with when are these advantages going to start coming out? Basically, what we were saying was when's the game really gonna gonna start? When's it gonna really pick up? Correct. And I think the thing the, the error in our ways was not putting enough stock into the loved ones. Hmm. Because everybody, everybody sees their family. Everybody hmm. remembers why they're playing, and everyone's like, "Well, fuck! Like, let me get on this." And and they're running. You know what we've seen in the past, and maybe it did, maybe it didn't happen this year. But what we've seen in the past is people strategizing with their loved ones and and, and getting a gut check on, like, "Well, what do you think about Ben? Can I trust that guy?" This, that, and the other thing. And I think that really was like Ben said it himself. Like, this is this is. Uh, you know, we weren't expecting this, but like this is what's happening, and and then the game's really picking up now. Like, it, it has, and I, I feel like it was because uh, of of the love, not the loved ones challenge, but the the fact that the loved ones were, were there this week. So, um, it does it does feel like the floodgates are open. I'm 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 super excited either way, but I, I feel like I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that we get new slash old uh, Tony moving forward, or at least for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. And, and- he, once he starts, he, I think he just can't stop. And right. I think ha- maybe having that necklace allowed him to start, and now he's like, well, now I'm a target, now i got to go. Sure. And just play on the front foot. I mean, we got something from him in the preview that looks like he's about to yeah, yeah. try to whip up something. So um, it looks like at least if he's going out, he's going to go out in a blaze of glory. So that's, that's the Tony we want. It's, it'd be um, so right. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. And truthfully, I hope he pulls it off because – He's going to just all he's going to do is continue to raise the stakes. Right. He's not somebody who dials it back. Uh, so it'll be fun to see. It'll I'm excited. See. I'm excited to watch it. Um, on the floodgates opening, maybe we go through uh, each of the, the the challenges, or sorry, the, each of the advantages that that were played. So Jeremy and Sarah have a little bit of a, a, a standoff, and uh, loved it. Jeremy nopes out of the out of the tribal council, goes home, much to Tyson's chagrin um what did you think of that and what do you think that his alliance members felt about that do you think that they're going to hold it against him uh next week and and moving forward so i'll start with the first part of that question jeremy was the vote um as soon as jeremy left ben said what do we do now the whole other alliance gets together jeremy was the vote so let's let's enter this discussion with that context um, ben told us it's 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 it was it was it was a great moment because like you very rarely get it like it was, what Ben basically said was well fuck right yeah yeah uh, just illustrating to the jury that he is you know once again clueless but a great commentator <laughs> um, maybe not clueless but yeah uh, you know what I mean um, and so I'm looking at this from the angle of if Jeremy goes in with the confidence to not play it Sarah's going to play the steal a vote I mean he'll probably leave at that point but. Right, he's the vote. They have an extra vote. He is solely reliant upon Kim playing the idol correctly and on him. So, I can't blame him leaving because even if he just bought himself three days, that's three days he likely would not have had otherwise. There's very, very small possibility that he keeps that in his pocket and he's still here. Uh, he did leave a squad high and dry. Um, however, 
I think the right person went home. Uh, maybe it was just the editing, but the conversation about uh, him leaving, uh, the only person who seemed to kind of say, well, if you do that, we're screwed, was Tyson. Tyson left. Jeremy doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to deal with the fallout there. Um, and I think him, Kim and Denise, I don't know, I just feel like they have a, there, there's a level head there where they'll just say, look, you, you, you had to do what you had to do to survive. I get it. Um, I, I think um, Kim Kim is in in the same vein there. I feel like she's just too even keeled to really let that blow something up. Like like she she's right. excited to have power, but um, is is not <laughs> so power hungry that she's going to walk away from people that are are loyal to her. A hundred percent, and and I think that Kim, both Kim and Denise, I think are wise enough to know. Uh, you know, Jeremy protected himself. Uh, Jeremy doesn't have allies on the other side of the aisle. He was just about to get voted out. I don't have that many allies over there. It is in our collective best interest to stay together. And I think that they will. Uh, Michelle was the vote that ended up flipping in the end, which we'll, we'll, we'll discuss in a bit. Um, and I just think that, you know, Michelle will, Michelle, Michelle's going to be like water. Her and Nick will just kind of flow where they yeah. need to. Um, and if that's Jeremy's way, then great. If not, then, you know, that won't be it. Uh, I do think that he has some work to do in the sense of not the, his move, but he was supposed to be the vote at 10, and he's trying to make it all the way to 4 and 3, right? right? So that's where his work is. His work is now getting the target off of his back because um, he bought himself three days. So is, this is like um, like we talked about Nick's moves last week. You couldn't really gauge it for another week. I think that Jeremy's move falls into that bucket. Um I think, I think it's he one just of, bought himself time. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where he... I, I feel like when you have the target, like, Adam had the target, avoided it, and it's really the next week that you have to avoid it. Like, if you can avoid it two weeks in a row, then I feel like it's... It, like, you sort of wash the stink off of you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because just 100%. dynamics and things change. So, so very curious to see what Jeremy's reaction is next week because he can... As much as we love him, he can have a little bit of a sit back and see what happens type vibe, and I think he might need to be a little bit more action oriented this week. Yeah, well, he doesn't have the numbers, right? Um, I wonder. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Kim's idol, she found, she found the half, and then gave some to Sophie. Yeah, so it should be back um, out. Yeah, uh, so there should be an idol back out there. Um, so let's let's see what happens. Jeremy's yeah, found yeah, idols yeah. in the past. I hope I, I hope he I hope he goes out and does does something with it. Um, and 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 plays the game a little bit. Um, because it seems like the other side is is pretty strong. If 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 the lines are are relatively clearly drawn, which they they may well not be. Um, but you do have a power couple in, in Sarah and Sophie. And Sarah played her her steal a vote uh, also at, at, at tribal, um, stealing it for Denise, which I thought was such a smart move because it took what seemed like it was going to be uh, a five, four vote to be six, three, which gave them protection against a hidden immunity idol uh, because they'd be able to just throw three votes on, on somebody else. Yeah. I liked the, cause at 10 people, if she's feeling, I mean, obviously she feels great with Sophie. She, I think she's really tight with Ben actually. Um, yeah. And she's got to feel tight with Tyson. And so knowing Nick as that fifth vote is just going to kind of graft to whoever he needs to for this specific vote, this is a good way to put yourself in the advantage for nine. And then and so you can see how this is a very, very crucial vote. Um, and let's remember, Kim's idol, she had to give half to Sophie. She is presumably knows that Kim is yet to play that idol. And so she knows an idol is in play. Mm-hmm. So, I almost feel like they. I mean, I don't know that you had to do it, but there's a certain element of risk in not doing it. I don't fully agree with how they split the votes. I'm um, so the confused. execution. I'm so confused at what happened. Yeah. So, I'll I'll just run down like the full. Um, Please. The who voted <laughs> for who? Right. So. Um. So Jeremy left. So there's nine votes available. Denise's vote was taken um, by Sarah. So presumably you had the minority uh, being Denise, Tyson, Kim, and Michelle 
four people with three votes amongst them, and then the majority being Ben, Nick, Sarah, Tyson, Sophie, five people with six votes amongst them. Tony and Sophie. Correct. And where this all gets kind of muddied is Michelle ends up voting for Tyson, which I'm I'm not so sure of. Um, But let's, like, they they had a group of five that came and talked about this. So I have to assume that Michelle was not at least somebody they fully counted on for this vote. Like, that's what I have to assume. Mm -hmm. And so if Michelle stays with her alliance, if she stays with um, Kim and Tyson and votes Sophie, then the vote is split 4-3-2 in an instance where if Kim's idols played correctly, Sophie goes home. I would have thought you have six, they have three. Go 3-3. And so if an idol is played in one direction or the other, you just do a re-vote and then shift all the the votes that way. Yeah. And then... In this case, you know, Denise would have gone home. Um, that is not how it played out. So I like the move to steal a vote, and I think they got lucky in their execution of the split vote. That's my personal opinion. But if they really knew they had Michelle, then it's, you know, just as good of a vote. I don't really understand jumping ship at, at this point. Like, I don't really understand Michelle's motivation. Is I, I think the thing that I keep coming back to, like, what is this gain you because it, it by by all the optics like and everything that we saw i'm sure someone had a conversation with her but i don't know that anyone is looking at that group and being like yeah she's in and she's like an equal player obviously no one's ever really equal but like there's i don't feel like there's any illusions in that alliance that she's like she feels like a sidecar so i feel like she's ostracized herself with another group and like it's a potentially easy vote i, I just kind of feel like she worked from a position where we both felt pretty good about what she was doing overall to a point where she's sort of like floating around and maybe everything that I've said about Nick kind of like flying by the seat of his pants can be attributed to Michelle in this pre past episode. And it, it, it sort of feels to me, maybe I'm making too much of it, but like one mistake that has sort of just like put her in sort of like the ether and like she's, she's not strong enough and not weak enough to really even think about. And like, Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if she made it much, much farther, but, like, I don't know. She doesn't really feel like she stood for anything so far. No, the only thing that I'm I'm holding on to to give her some credit here is um, her relationship with Nick. So hmm. they were on, I forget what the tribe distribution was, but they decided between Wendell and Yule, I want to go yep. Yule. Uh, and they kept Wendell. The very first vote after, Wendell's voted out. So their group of three was then two. They were kind of an unlikely match in that you know they were on opposite ends of the votes that kind of the the, the par vote, and then they lost the guy that they chose to be with in Wendell. But maybe they're closer than the edit will give them credit for. And you know, you know, Nick and you know, once the steal a vote goes, Michelle's like. Okay, it's lost. I'm Nick. What are we doing? Tyson. Yeah. Okay, I'm on yeah, Tyson. Yeah. And that's 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 how I can justify this because if it's really like a fly by the seat of my pants, I'm voting Tyson. You know, I don't get self preservation. I don't. To your point, does it really ingratiate herself into the group? I think yeah. not. She must so, just be trying to glom on to, to Nick. I guess. I think. I think you're probably right. Yeah, and I do want to give Nick credit. Um, you know, last week you said you wanted to give him a. A week to see if his move paid off. It looks like the the hyenas were safe this week, and the yeah. lions were were on the block. And so his his scrambling might have put himself into a decent enough position. And you know, it's just week by week. It seems like that's that's really all you got to do. It feels like one of those weird things where, like, it feels like one of those weird things where we might one of those two might like well make the final three, and the rest of it will. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just how that alliance shakes out will be. Very interesting to watch because it, it seems like Sophie, Sarah, and Ben are are very tight. Sarah and Tony have their thing, so there's going to be a choice that has to be made there. Yeah, um, and obviously these power dynamics will likely be flipped on their head by the time uh, the season ends. But um, it, it it'll just be interesting to see how how that plays out and and if one of Sarah and Sophie turn on each other and and maybe look to bring a, a Nick or Michelle in with them just as like sort of a. a someone who's not yeah. going to get any votes from the jury. Um, I'm curious to, to watch that play out. But after we had that last scramble, 
the, the battle lines seem to be pretty clearly drawn at tribal council. Um, what were your thoughts on, obviously Kim needed to play her idol, but for who, who she played it for, playing it for, for Denise, what, what were your thoughts there? Um, I think that that was likely a decision driven by um, Alliance and somebody she trusted. I think that um, you can't really know. Um, first of all, I was shocked she didn't play it for herself. Uh, going over what I just went over, uh, you know, Kim said I was so close to pulling that off. She wasn't. Uh, she plays it on Tyson. Denise goes home. So she wasn't. Uh, if it was 3-3, the vote was split 3-3. Michelle doesn't flip. Still doesn't work. So Kim playing the idol, don't fault her at all for playing the idol. Blown away that she didn't play it for herself. So I have to think that she felt very, very secure with not being the vote and elected to protect Denise. Um, that's really the way that I can say. I, I just think it's a very, very aggressive play. Um, I, want, I, I wondered in real time if she wasn't like really processing the fact that Michelle had flipped. Like maybe she just like, like when, when, when she made her comment about like, I was so close to that, like maybe she hadn't, fully processed that the other two were tied and that just saw just saw four on tyson was like that that would have done it yeah, yeah. and and yeah, to yeah, me because yeah. like in the moment that's fair two i was like oh shit man like i thought it was very i was like oh my god well tyson's gonna go home uh, I, I felt like after jeremy left it was it was it's i don't i can't really quantify it but it just seemed clear to me that it was gonna be tyson like they were going after a lion so it was gonna be tyson instead of jeremy it just he felt like he slotted in there better than anyone else did so i was I, I was sitting there being like she's gonna play this idol for herself she was surveying it and being like do i have the balls to play it for someone else and she was gonna decide no um but i was like play you should you should be playing it for tyson and in the moment too like because this because it was what i did on my couch like i was like oh man if she just played it for tyson then sophie would have gone home <laughs> yeah but i didn't realize that michelle had flipped yeah I, and here's the i can't i can't really fault kim for doing it um you know i think if you i mean i think if you do the i mean i guess I, yeah no i guess i do have to kind of give her a little bit of fault because you know she didn't do the calculus to know that the idol wasn't going to swing the vote um but what she was trying to do was throw everything out there to try to win what was very clear there were three advantages played today it was a crucial vote right it was a crucial vote if that many advantages hit the field that's the st that that reflects the stakes that were on the line mm -hmm. and for kim to try to use her the resources that she had uh to, to to win a to win that crucial vote i can't blame her for that um i think you do have to you do have to put it under a bit of a critical lens and say that, that you know there's no way that that move wins her that vote right yeah i i i just i don't know i, I guess i i felt like they thought that maybe michelle was was with them yeah but, okay uh, yeah that's fair that's fair it's if uh michelle's if michelle's good <laughs> which which is which is uh, uh, sort of like feeds into my other thoughts yeah. around like is, is has Michelle screwed herself? But yeah, uh, we we will see. Um, Michelle was just worth it. But if Michelle was good and the split vote was executed correctly, three and three, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so like you. if there was there was a few missteps along the way, so it's tough to really be super critical. Um, but yeah, fair play. Yeah, fair play. I, I um, Michelle holds true and she goes Tyson. It's it's it's. Done and dusted for Sophie. My first big question was, like, did they mess up this vote because the the, the majority because they got too cute with who was voting for who? Because I just like am looking at this and I still can't even imagine like Sarah not going up there and writing the same person's name down twice. The fact that she voted for two different people, I was like. In the moment, like, after I was like, oh, something crazy happened and someone voted where they shouldn't have voted, I was like, did Sarah somehow... Or did someone somehow vote for the wrong person because of the double vote with Sarah? I was, I was like, you know, in the moment, like, 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 I don't try to do quick math. I, I, I need time to figure these things out. And even then I still usually don't. Uh, I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> maybe, maybe Ben was supposed to vote Denise and just messed up and wrote Tyson. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one to unpack in terms of um, getting every just figuring out totally. everybody's um you know exact intention but 
I think that just speaks to the chaos that Jeremy caused. You know, he was it was. You know, it, it, he, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's you know a world beater move. It was the right move for him. Right. Uh, but even though you you left a firm and strong alliance, look what still kind of formulated it came out of that was just a very chaotic vote where, um, you know, Sophie, who seemed to kind of be the ringleader, is a you know a very strategic player, um, and I think the vote was botched. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a crazy, crazy circumstance. Was that two two live tribals in a row now? Um, I think you should get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if I, I I hope that it's not a. Um, I mean, it's always exciting, but I love I I'm more one for um, you know the pre-tribal strategy talk than I am the whispering without. I like sometimes. when when the battle lines are drawn ahead of time and you're just going in no or not knowing, but like thinking maybe you know and oh man, right? Or you have like three different plans, or you know who the swing votes are, mm-hmm. and then they flip on the swing vote yeah and they show the big sigh before the swing vote writes yeah oh, what do you great. make of um anything to be made of uh kim and tyson voting sophie out of all people i uh, yes I, I i think that people are finally on to sophie and I, I i that she's sort of been playing very well and pulling some of the strings and i i i feel like it spells bad news for her um in, in the coming weeks in terms of having a target on her back. She still has her idol, correct? So she's, correct. she's, yes, she's she does. has some, um, some strength in the game, but I, as much as I was giving Sarah props for being on, on Kim, I think one of Kim or Sophie, I, I don't think there's any world where the two of them make it to the final three. Um, but I think if either of them makes it there, then they have, a very strong chance of winning the game with everything that we know so far. Um, yeah. So as much as people are, are, are on to Kim, I think that people are, are on to Sophie as well. Yeah. I think it's about, it's about time, honestly. And then I, I, I love Sophie. This is not a slight of her at all. Yeah, I think she's playing a phenomenal game. I think her, her, her strategy is of the people left unmatched. Um, but there's, there's not a single person not named Sarah or Sophie whose best move isn't split up Sarah and Sophie. Right. It's It needs to happen from everybody else's perspective. I can see, you know, Nick and Ben uh, and Tony, maybe even Michelle, wanting to graft for a couple more episodes and then do it. Um, just c- c- to keep that vote out there, you know, just to have the, the meat mm-hmm. shield, but like the meat shield alliance and just always have that dangling. Yeah. Uh, but that's a dangerous thing to let kind of percolate the, the fewer numbers there are if they're that tight. I, I think like reminds me of Dom and Wendell's season almost. Yeah, yeah. I, I, she's so smart, and I, she's really like impressed me with how well she's played this season. There were so many comparisons, and, and she even did it herself early on between her and Yule, like with being like the, the brains if they're on brains, the nerd shield. She Rudy, right. That. She is a much better player than he is. She is considerably better at Survivor than Yule is, purely because her social game is, is, is better, and, and she's not just trying to, like, quantify everyone. She she understands, I think, more areas of gray. So it, it's been – I've really enjoyed her. and um, Yeah, I just, I, it, it's, been, it's been nice to see her a second time. Yeah, I mean, she um, – Sophie beat some really impressive – people on her season she beat mm. uh, spoiler alert um <laughs> she beat cochran she beat yep. uh coach coach maybe not impressive but just alleged in the in the world of survivor um and ozzy you know those are i'm certain those are three people were on her season i don't yep. recall if it was if there were other people that were on that season but i remember looking at her resume and saying you know um you know that was a i think coach lost that the first time I watched it, but now I'm getting a lot more respect for Sophie. I might have underrated her coming into this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and any other thoughts from uh, from Tribal around the episode overall? No, I just can't. I can't wait to see the the fallout that it caused because I think a lot of people were forced to step out from the shadows, mm-hmm. and I, I, that's just makes it fun going forward. Yeah. Uh, so I have a two up and two down this week. It's um maybe you'll disagree with these. I don't know, uh, Tony. A big up because he had a, a, a big win. And also, you'll sense a theme on the ups, but Tony, zero votes uh, against this season. And, and really, like, 
zero plan to have voted uh, against him. Like, like, does Jeremy have zero votes against him as well? Uh, my point there, just that Jeremy would have had votes, but he left. Right. Um, so excited, and then it's just like an up in terms of like my excitement for Tony moving forward because I think he did get a taste of the sauce, and hopefully we'll see crazy Tony uh, for a couple episodes at least. Uh, and then with uh, w- with you know also zero votes against him and a strong challenge performance and someone who has a pedigree with winning challenges, uh, I feel like Ben is in a good spot because he's pretty closely tied to Sarah and Sophie. Hasn't had any target on his back at all hasn't any planned votes uh and and like you said people's focus as well it should be is on breaking up sarah and sophie uh so ben is sort of just like gonna pick up the pieces and and maybe be the new number two for whoever's left between that power uh couple At, at the very least you have to expect he is behind the both of them in the pecking order in terms of a target um and anytime you can say that I think it's a positive thing. Um, it, it, I've never really thought about that as a strategy because, like, how do you ingratiate yourself with a power duo without just being a group of three? Um, that's a damn good place to be. You just I have think. to not fall into, like, Laurel Syndrome and not do anything because then you are left literally choosing who wins a million dollars. Yeah, that was her punishment for, for an action. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, so I think I think for Ben's game, I think he has to be a part of the vote that splits them up. I, I do too. I do too. Um, and and if he can do it in a way, it's still he can still work with the the remainder. So much the better. That's probably be difficult to do. So he has to work out his contingency plan um, mm-hmm. for for when he cuts one of their throats. Which I hope right. he does. I hope, that'd be fun to watch. Um, and then for downs, uh, I just, just because I purely like don't understand what's going on, uh, <laughs> Michelle. Um, that was a confusing one this week. I just, I just don't know. Uh, and then, this is an odd one, uh, but I do feel like people are on to Sophie, and it didn't seem like it, but I'm sort of like reading between the lines here, the lines that I drew myself. I would be stunned if there's not a, a, a plot to um, get her out next week. I'd agree with that, and I think, you know, she made a bold move at Tribal Council, saying, why don't the five of us just step over here and mm-hmm. make a decision? Um I think that says, you know, and, and I don't hate it. Like it's, she's like, all right, guys, let's stop fucking around. Let's get to, let's just end this. Me um, neither. Yeah. My, my point is, is, is that but it's, it puts her on the front, right? It's like, right. I am the one of Sarah and Sophie that you need to worry about. Exactly. She, she's already on the radar and then she comes out and announces where the battle lines are, which is just like typically something that you steer clear of doing. So, um, yeah, I think, I think maybe the, the least, position of strength that she has going into an episode uh, all season is, is, is going into the next episode. Right. Especially when you get a preview of Tony scheming. Right. What's he, oh, what's he doing? I'm excited. Uh, power move? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, man. This is a tricky one because, like I said, I think I mentioned that a lot of these, um, a lot of these advantages I don't think were um, executed perfectly. Um, God, I'm just gonna feel like s- such a homer, but I'm going Jeremy because I think this yeah. was the only one that was executed uh, perfectly. Tough, tough second place to Kim because anytime you play an idol for somebody else, that is a four mark deep kind of move, and so it fits in the category. <laughs> uh, but Jeremy's move, uh, it's a power move because I think he, he doesn't even know what happened, right? We don't know. Right. Like he he he's he now has to. Um, he he said basically he knew the he knew the impact of his actions. He was going to send more than likely one of the people he was aligned with home, and he was going to be on the bottom of the numbers. But he was looking out for number one, and and that's a power move. It's a power move because it's like the closest thing that survivors ever had to a self-destruct button. Where, okay, probably someone that he's aligned with is going home, but two, like, oh, also in the same process, I may alienate myself with the people that I was aligned with. So it may just come next week that like, oh, well, I'm done if I don't win immunity. Um, so I think it's like the very, like maybe the purest power move that we've had uh, yeah. this season. Jeremy's a gamer though. I almost, I'd, I'd oh, almost man. go out on a limb and, and say he's going to win immunity next week. You I know what, Devin? That. I'm going to, I'm going to take that trip out there. I'm guaranteeing Be- Jeremy wins immunity this week. It's a hot take alert. It's a big take. It wasn't um, even in development. It wasn't down the hall to the left. No, no, and that's usually a bad thing. 
It's usually a bad thing when it doesn't enter the, the incubator. Can't wait. Um, the only other thing I want to say is uh, somebody got two votes and an idol played for her and we barely talked about her. Denise is under that radar. Killed the queen. She's out there, man. I like I like Denise's game. Um, most votes of anyone still left in the game. So can't say she's not a target uh, or under the radar maybe. So maybe that takes just blatantly wrong. Um but I do. Fun fact. I oddly like like her position though. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. If they forget about her resume, <laughs> she she certainly has something to talk about. But like, just think about this. She was behind Jeremy and Tyson in the queue of who was supposed to go home, and she's probably got like a top three resume at this point of anyone left. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So. I, I I just looked this up also because I I know the the people at home are are thinking this. It is also called regicide if you kill a queen. Wow. Yeah, didn't know that. And she did it. Deliberate killing of a monarch. The Twitter sphere and Reddit sphere is now clamoring for survivor duos that is basically built around uh, Malcolm and Denise. And I'm here for that. Oh, dude. 100%. It's basically the idea that you and I want to do, um, except the rest of the world would also want to see it. Right. right. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) <laughs> love that, love that, love that. Uh, are we doing a fantasy update or are we just going to send an email? Uh, I'll take it out real quick. Um, Drew S. almost out of the bottom three. She is now up to 28th. 29th is Vincent. Tim lost Tyson. He is back to zero. You got to think he's going to finish last. Um, little more <laughs> jockeying at the top. Um, Joseph W. <laughs> hanging in there. Hanging on to his final spot. Um not his final spot, his third place spot, final yeah, spot yeah, yeah. in what I will say on the podcast. Jesse H holding down second, and then Kevin W still thirty-seven points clear in first with four players left to play. Uh, Devin, my chances of winning this game mean I need Nick to get one hundred more points than Michelle and Denise to catch Kevin. Let's let's. I mean, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not going to happen. Do you remember those uh, McDonald's commercials? For, this is, you probably know, but those McDonald's commercials from the 90s where they would say something ridiculous and then someone would go, hey, it could happen. McWorld! <laughs> no, I don't remember that. All right, well, with that, we got nothing else for you. I am Devin. He is Pat. Goodbye! <laughs>